Welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. And today we're welcoming special guest Brian. Say hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Yay. Okay, this is a podcast where two librarians and special guests look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Get ready, 90s kids. Today's topic is Oregon Trail. Is it Oregon or Oregon? Uh, where did you grow up versus where did he grow up? Brian, what do you say? I say Oregon. Oregon. You say, what? It's Oregon. No, it's not. It's, it's Oregon. Really that's, that's, that's why, and I'm sure we'll get into it later. Yeah. Okay, well, it's the, apparently, it's the O-Trail, everybody. Uh, <laughs> that's not probably that's, what you want to say. Oh, uh, let's do that. Let's have a bunch of fourth graders on the O-Trail. Fourth graders. Okay. Well, that's why uh, the pun Oregon Trail... Uh, yes, in the you're right. uh, in the uh, later re- reimagining uh, works so well. Yes, you're right. Either way, I've always said it Oregon, and I feel like every other kid that I went to elementary school with said the same goddamn thing. So also maybe wrong. that's well. Listen, I'm prepared to be wrong. I'm often wrong. Uh, I mean, it's it's quite possible that I called it Oregon, 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 Oregon. I don't know. Uh, hey guys, the or well, how am I supposed to say it? However Oregon? you want. <laughs> say whatever comes naturally. Yeah. Oregon Trail is a computer game. It was originally released by the Minnesota Educational Computer Consortium in 1974, but the version that most of us know was released in 1985, Apple IIe type of timeline. So, um, Paul, what was your history with playing Oregon Trail? I didn't play Oregon Trail. I played Oregon Trail. <laughs> Fuck your mother. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's its in my growing up computer games at school with, as I mentioned before, Reader Rabbit and Math Blaster and all the classic educational, quote unquote, educational games of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, for, I forget, I, there was like fourth grade or fifth grade. I'm not really sure where there was. We had one computer in the classroom and if you were a special kid, you got to play games on the computer that was in the classroom. And I was very special. So. I don't think you mean special in the way that I think of special kids from school. <laughs> right. No, not Do you quite mean well behaved? I mean, I were actually. You, were you an AT kid? What, when I was what? Were you an AT kid? I don't think so. Academically talented? Academically talented? Uh, yeah, I was, but that's not what we called it. I did not have to do reading because I was so far ahead of them in reading that I didn't have to take that class. So I often got to sit up to the side and do whatever I wanted. And often that was play Oregon Trail. <laughs> Sounds wrong. And, and Math Blaster and Reader Rabbit. And and I forget all the other ones, but those are the big ones. So I played many a reading class of Oregon Trail. Nice, nice. Okay, so Brian, um, can you tell us, first of all, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us first a little bit about yourself and where you come from? I am from uh, the industrial northeast. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So sneaky. Um, No, I'm from, uh, 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 I I live on the shores of Lake Erie. I have for most of my life except for brief foray in being a New Yorker. Uh, when I went to college for film and television, and like all art school students with BFAs, um, I've done many jobs in retail since then, um, and, and and a few utilizing my job or my uh, degree. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, who I am and what I do. 
Okay. Who do you think of when you think of the next generation of nerds? I think of my nieces and nephews, um, and I imagine them being in so much better of a place than we were because the world is so much... As terrible as the world is sometimes these days, the world is just so much brighter and more open and more welcoming, and hopefully that uh, uh, will help them become uh, even better nerds. Great. So, listener Brian uh, and I have known each other for a bajillion years, and I feel like you have, out of all of my friends, uh, and Paul too, I think you two have gotten my children the most nerd paraphernalia as gifts, I can say. (laughs) So we're already doing something right, I think. Um, So, Brian, what was your experience with the Oregon Trail game as as a kid? I played the uh, green screen Apple II mm-hmm. Oregon Trail. I played it in like fifth and sixth grade. Um, it was mostly it's it's really what I remember. I'm sure there was like a Mavis Beacon lesson. Yeah, that was like the, <laughs> like the, there was typing. I'm pretty right. sure it was Mavis Beacon. I don't recall yeah. the content of it other than it being typing related. We went to the same elementary school, right? We did. We did go yeah. to the same elementary school. Really, when it came to like this era of games, I remember Oregon Trail in the computer lab, and I remember... Man, you guys had a whole lab? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very bougie. Uh, <laughs> we, we had a whole lab of Apple IIs, and then there was something... There was a newer computer in the, in the main library, which was adjacent, that had mm-hmm. Encarta on CD-ROM. I remember and a color that screen. Too, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I, re- I remember Oregon Trail in school, the typing thing, and I remember uh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Sherlock Holmes games at the public library. Oh, okay. So. Oh, I loved Carmen Sandiego. I yeah, too we'll loved to Carmen do... Sandiego. Yeah, because we'll that was also the era of the now. TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was really, yeah. you know. God bless well, Rockefeller. Those kids are really bad at geography. <laughs> so similarly, like Brian, like you know, like we said, Brian and I went to the same elementary, so I remember playing this in that same computer lab. Um, and my interactions were just limited to those times. So whenever the class would get to go and do that kind of free stuff, and I seem to remember playing it. You know, whenever we could go down there and play it. But I also remember that it would sort of be this situation where, like, one person would play it and, like, four sweaty kids would be, like, in your bubble, leaning yes. on yeah. your shoulder, kind of yeah. yelling at you about it. Like, mm-hmm. so I might We're gonna have We're going to try and recreate it. that tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might have watched it, like, as much as I actually played it. Um, yes. And I I That's might have true. been the type of human, and I still am that type of human, to defer to someone else in terms of playing a video game and just watching it and yelling over someone's shoulder because um, I'm not real good at it, as we should find out soon. But, but that was my experience, and so it's something I always remember. In terms of the newer stuff, I've, there's also a board game which I have played recently. Have you guys played that? I Yes, I have it. I have not played the board game. I thought. And we can talk about that at whatever point, but I I, I mean, it's still a thing, and I I played that board game pretty recently. Gentlemen, would you like to hear some fun facts? Can I I just add one other memory that came to me as we were talking about this? yes. So I recall, and and this could be some, I don't know if this is directly related to Oregon Trail, but the thing, one thing I definitely remember from this is the the floppy disks that we had to switch. Yeah. And the sort of 
the actual floppy, like not the the five and a half half or five mm-hmm. what, five and a quarter inch. Yeah, actual floppy disk. Not, not the three point five hard disks. The right. five and a half the, the actual floppy. Back in the day it, when it, when men were men and floppies were floppy. Floppies were floppy. <laughs> That's what they say. And just the, the sort of kerchunk that it made when you put it into the yeah. Yep. It made this very satisfying kerchunk. Satisfying. Thing. You knew you got it in there. It, it was you did. like. <laughs> it, like I remember, it had like it was it was like a weight like you push it in, and a trap fell down. Like it engaged like a kachunk on the it other did. end. Like some computers, you would like put it in, and there wasn't the kachunk, and you would like like it was like turning a knob. You had to turn a little thing. Yeah, you had to turn yeah. a little thing to lock it into place. And let made sure it was incorrectly. Right. Uh, but yeah, like that 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 kachunk was a was a very very good kachunk indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's solid. You're right. That was a very satisfying tactile experience. More so <laughs> more so than putting in a CD and yeah. having to kind of jiggle it to make sure it was really in there and then having mm-hmm. the thing kind of whir in and out. Not as good. Not as good. But that that memory just sort of bubbled up. Yeah. Kachunk. Would you like to hear some fun facts? Is, are you going to do that every time now? Yes, I'd like to hear some yep. fun facts. Okay. Sure. Ah, see? Thank you. Uh-huh. Fucker. Uh, <laughs> in 1971, come with me on this history adventure, everybody. In 1971, I, Don I feel like Rostich, 1971 falls outside of the realm of the scope. Shut your mouth. Okay. It's the history of the game. Uh, 1971, Don Rostich of Minnesota taught an eighth grade history lesson as a student teacher. He used HP Timeshared Basic running on an HP 2100 microcomputer to write a program to help teach the children. He recruited two friends, uh, Paul Dillenberger and Bill Heinemann, to help. Um, and that's the origins of this game. So it started to come out around then, and then it was, you know, sold and updated into the version that we were familiar with in our childhoods. Um, but the core gameplay concepts kind of always endured from the initial version, and those are the initial supply purchase, the occasional hunting, occasional supply purchase, inventory management, various speeds, various speeds of traveling, and frequent misfortunes. <laughs> uh, with the game playing being over upon death or successfully reaching Oregon. So in 2016, this game was inducted into the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Uh oh. As of 2011, more than 65 million copies of Oregon Trail have been sold. Obviously, the most popular death is dying of dysentery, but travelers could also fall prey to cholera, typhoid, exhaustion, snake bites, measles, um, and the phrase you have died of dysentery was named number 44 on IGN.com's top 10 100 video game moments. So one of the creators did a an AMA on Reddit a couple years ago. So some of his suggestions were avoid using names of people that would make you sad if they died. Oh, that's bullshit. Everyone's may- going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best part was when you name all the people your friends and then the people watching standing around you die and you uh-huh. get to... It's a big joke. That's that's all part of the. Well, experience. the big joke is to put like butt face as the. Okay, well that's another strategy. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Um, okay, uh, Don suggests that fording the river typically worked best if the water was two to three feet deep. Many combinations, because there are many combinations of paths, players would never encounter the game twice. Never encounter the same game twice, according to him, and it was created so that it could be completed in a forty-five minute time span, which is the length of a school class period. So those are my fun facts, gentlemen. 
Just right. to branch off the last one, that was definitely something that I was sort of... Like, I didn't have a concept of how long I spent in the computer lab in school, but right. having played a retro uh, website version of it uh, recently, I was surprised that it was, like, 45 minutes. So I was like, and I was like, oh, yeah, that it would have to be. Like, this is its purpose. Right, yeah. and... As a teacher, I would not want to give my students a game to play that was going to potentially take longer than that because they would be real bummed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So in order to prepare for this, you guys both replayed it recently. Is that? That is accurate. That is accurate. Okay, so how, how'd that go? I um, My experience was I was surprised at how easy it was. <laughs> so I only played it once, and maybe I should have played it more than once, but I played it once and had no trouble... Just chugging along to the end. I guess part of it is getting a high score. And I got, I, according to the final thing, I got a pretty decent score. But, like, none of my people died. I didn't come close to running out of food. I hunted once just so I could say I did it, but I never needed to. I was playing on easy mode, which is the banker. I don't know. It was a thing. It, I I remember there being a lot more a lot more death and horribleness. Yeah, I remember it being fucking carnage. Yeah. Like. I had one kid break a leg, one kid got measles, one kid got dysentery, nobody died. Yeah, I had, um, I played, I played twice. First time I played as the farmer, which is hard mode. Mm-hmm. And I made it to, like, let me see how the map here. I made it, like, Soda Springs, which is kind of like the halfway-ish mark. Um, I played with, uh, Paul and Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> Paul died right away oh no yeah. uh, r.i.p paul yeah uh and, and then and like uh, and, and i made up a, i was hoss because i was a farmer <laughs> sure <laughs> my ass wasn't dying on the oregon trail no <laughs> but it was it was bad like it was very tough and then i went back through as the banker and i was like oh wow this is a ton of money Yep. That makes this yeah, game incredibly easy. Yeah, you just pay everyone to take you across the river. Yeah, like because like if you if you play strategically, which sounds really stupid, but if you play strategically, there's only like three crossings that you have to make, and one of them has a a ferry, and one of them has a, an Indian guide yep. uh, that helps you, and like the other ones were like really easy. And I ended up, like, I made it into the Willamette Valley with as much money left over as the farmer started with. Right. <laughs> you want to talk about the, the fact that the, the Indian the charged me two pairs of clothes, I think, to cross the river? Um, the other people charged me actual, you know, $10 or something, but I only had to pay the Indian two pairs of clothes. I believe the Indian guide uh, charged me nine fifty. Um, oh, well, there you go. And the... Uh, the ferry, the first ferry, charged five dollars. Is that the is that the biggest difference between the modes? Is the how much money you get to start with? Well, it, it says something about like uh, far, what's the middle one? It's uh, Baker. What's the no? Um, I think is it a lawyer? I believe it's a lawyer. no. It's it's a, no. It's carpenter, carpenter and farmer, banker, carpenter, farmer. Carpenters and farmers are more in demand at the end. So your points, if you finish, are multiplied. Like your final score is better, okay. only because you like farmer. I think time is times three, whatever your points would be times three, right. because okay. 
they're more in demand. But so let me ask you this, Jen. If you die on the way, I mean... For our listeners, um, you guys are both video game guys. Like, you play now, you are good at games, yes? Uh, yeah. I, 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 I would not go so far as to say that I am good at games. But okay, I but you've seen games. me play games, Brian. Like, you're better than me. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Fair. Literally everyone listening right now. Paul's cat on his lap right now is better at video games than me. Listen, I would take I, I would take you over me in Rock Band any day of the week. Oh, the, so the only exception being Rock Band, which I can actually do both guitar and singing very well and have passed an expert many times. That doesn't count, I don't think, in terms of like, I spent all of playing 007 stuck in the corner trying to shoot my way out of the wall. Like, I, I'm <laughs> not savvy at gaming. Um, so hearing you guys talk about playing on hard mode makes me laugh because my ass as a 36-year-old and my ass as a fifth grader would never choose hard mode ever. <laughs> I think, I mean, Beth, to be fair, with everyone who we were playing against, yeah. I, I was like... Of the people who seemed to enjoy actually playing the games, I was the right. worst. <laughs> so, so you, Brian and I have been to a significant amount of land parties together. Is the point? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I I had a significant amount of uh, maybe not like hiding in a corner moments, but uh, <laughs> just trying to survive and be okay. Right, right, right. When everyone else is much better than me, I did. I I, I have the hand eye. I just don't have the the uh the wired reflexes sure i'm pretty good at mashing buttons in a fighting game but not i mean that's not because <laughs> that's just mashing you buttons know. if anyone who actually knows not how against to play the anyone game, who knows the combos though so you guys both replayed it you thought was there thought was that question going somewhere other than stroking my ego or yeah i don't know um no i just to put it in perspective because you know paul sometimes when we talk about reading books for middle grade kids we we talk about putting on our middle grade age hat you mm-hmm. know, so like if you're putting on your like 90s kid fifth grader hat, it was a pink Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hat. <laughs> of course, it was. <laughs> would would it have been easy or hard? That like was it hard to you then? Do, you know what I mean? Like that's what oh, I that's guess what I, I think. Asked that like, question. My memories of it were that it was difficult and there was a lot of carnage and yeah, I didn't have that experience. Maybe I wasn't so ever playing it, as banker, but I don't did know. Did it get easier, or did you just get better at it? Yeah, I don't... I don't, uh, I don't remember think? growing as a player on the Oregon Trail. I just remember... <laughs> no. <laughs> I just remember... I just remember death and destruction like a... Like, like, a, like a, a letter being read by Tom Hanks uh, in, in The Civil War by Ken Burns. <laughs> My darling Felicity... I have been here in this computer lab for 27 minutes, and yet I cannot contemplate another trip down the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Along with my cohorts, we have we set off from Independence, Missouri, reaching out, reaching out towards Oregon, and yet we die. Oh, Lord, how we die. Time and time again. Sweet Felicity, I hope that you will remember me fondly. Brian. I mean, this is... This age, is... Age, I love Brian. Age nine. XO, age XO, nine. Brian. <laughs> this is supposed to be an educational game. Which, and and that's... And yeah, so tell me how much you learned, gentlemen. Well, well here... Real? 
there's some there's something <laughs> there's something in the way that it so I came into it being very something in the way you love me all the time. Oh, sorry, that's not where you were going. I was I I was honestly expecting to find it a lot less informational, sort of. And like there's that's because no... we never played it for information. No, we didn't. <laughs> but there are certain like there's certain like experiential things that like I remembered once I was in the game. Like I went hunting yeah. for the first time, and it was like, oh snap! Mm-hmm. Like pat 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 pat. Hey, I got seven buffalo. Yep. Guess what? You're still only getting a hundred pounds of that six tons of meat that it tells you that yeah. you were able to get. <laughs> yep. And that really sort of uh, struck a tone with me, considering that there was only like that. There was like a split second of I was like, oh, I'm going to shoot the buffalo. A terrible thing that we did to the natural resources of our great country while we were expanding. And then I was once again, blap, 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 blap. Right, because fifth grade, you wouldn't have given a fuck. You'd have been like, get it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> 35-year-old me barely gave a damn. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, like, I was like, like, because I, I was trying to experience that. It was just like, it registered in the back of my head, and then I was like, blap, 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 blap. Like, that's how, that's how it went for me. Did you talk to people, Brian? Because I definitely was trying to do all the things, and I was like, oh, I'm going to trade with people. I'm going to talk to people. Well, the, the t- I, I did try to trade with people. I don't know if this is cooked into the game or if it's something, like, I headcanoned it. The farmer got a lot more deals trading early on, and the banker got none. I don't think I ever followed through on a trade. They were never advantageous. It was like, they'll, they want 10 pounds of food, or they'll give you 10 pounds of food for, like, all of your wagon wheels or yeah. something like that. And I was like... I mean, some uh, of them no. were good, but there was, like, the headcanon in my head was sort of, like, that thing you get when you watch a modern western that sort of kind of... If you've watched Deadwood at all, and you kind of get the feel of, like, what does class mean when you're going out west? The, like, in my head, it's like, it's be, the banker wasn't getting any offers. I'm like, it's because he's a dandy, and the farmers <laughs> and the carpenters don't give a damn. Like, they're like, sure... You know, when when you're at Laramie or Independence Rock, sure, do whatever you want, buddy, Mister Mister Moneybags. But like when you got to like Fort between Fort Hall and Fort Boise, then it was like, okay, this is a desperate time, and we need like, and again, I don't know if that was just like me, if that's built into the game, or something that I conceptualize as like this is a difficult thing and people are dying and you're still alive and you're able to help me. So So do you feel like it taught you guys anything? No. No. <laughs> Was it entertaining? Eh. We talk about that when we release our we have our judgment. All right, at the end, all right. I that's think. fair, that's fair. You fuckers wanna talk about the uh negative historical implications or what? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> so Post-colonial Americans are terrible. (laughs) Right. The Oregon Trail ran roughly 50 miles south of the Trail of Tears going to Oklahoma. The northern trail of the Trail of Tears went up into Missouri and then then down into Oklahoma. Independence is like a, a, a decent distance, but not that. It's in the same state and fairly close to... Uh, Springfield, which is where the Trail of Tears went through. And that's also taking not, and that's also the whole, the purpose of going on the Oregon Trail is to tame the West. So, right. so like the 
blap blap blapping into seven bison there's a lot of trepidation that i had going in. like not like and now now <laughs> now 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 when you're well, a kid now well <laughs> yeah. in, in, in the 90s manifest destiny was just a term and it was all sort of like a thing like even like even the trail of tears was a very like short not well covered thing and you know no i mean i remember them saying this happened and it was really tragic and it was a real bummer and a ton of people died like i remember there being a sobering moment in my social studies class about it mm-hmm. i feel oh, like 5 minutes sh- listen i'm not saying it was enough no. <laughs> I'm saying I remember it being spoken about, and I've seen in recent years some commentary about it being completely omitted from certain curricula and certain textbooks. In certain I mean, states. In certain states, yeah. yeah. I mean... Growing up in western New York in the 90s, you know, there are... Where, you know, our area is sort of a, a san- sandwich by two reservations. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in New York State history, the the Seneca Nation and the Iroquois Compact are very seriously taught, and then it mm-hmm. just sort. But it right. but it's you so- know you're from Buffalo when you can say a huge amount of Indian words. Onondaga, Skajakwada, Ticonderoga, Skajakwada. Mm-hmm. All of those are streets in our vicinity, <laughs> and you know, our is the Skajakwada. <laughs> like <laughs> it's. It's really, and I don't, and I don't know what the curriculum is like today because that's at the younger level, right? But like I remember, like looking back on it now, I remember about learning how the Iroquois Confederacy is the backbone of some of the thoughts on how American democracy was created. I remember that as a lesson. I don't. That's re- absolutely still a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's absolutely still a thing that is taught in this area. But like, I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Wisconsin, which is also full, chock full of Native American place names uh, for mm-hmm. everything. None of that was part of our curriculum growing up. Yeah, I, for me, it feels like the last thing that we heard about about it was American democracy and the French and Indian War, and it's like. It, it was like like gossamer once lip service had been paid towards mm. uh yeah. native american history it's just okay we're gonna forget about it now just right. that that was the past stop thinking about it stop thinking about where those people went stop th- sure they were in canada fighting for the british in the French and India, or fr- fighting for the fr- fighting for the British against the French in the French and Indian Wars, and then and then may or may not have there was something to do with the movie The Patriot and Mel and Mel Gibson <laughs> like right, Mel Gibson right. like, did something like the, the 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 next thing I know about it is right. there is, was the last of the Mohicans, but there's the last of the Mohicans dude, and dances like... with wolves. Oh, dances with wolves, yeah. Um, uh, it's pronounced woofs. Woofs. Sorry, <laughs> my apologies. Woofs. Well, well, that that's right? what or they call it in in Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Really? Uh, this is blowing my mind. It's you know what? It's it's at this point, it's just confirmation bias. I've said Oregon so many times right now that I forgot what the what the I'm sorry, not the wrong way. Your way to say it was. Ah! 
Um, You're so generous. But like, but then the, the the next thing I remember about you know Indian affairs and stuff was like protests in my lifetime, like burning tires and protests of con- the continued walking back of the things that were promised. Right. So there's a lot of problematic stuff about the way we talk about that kind of stuff. Paul, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, which is still happening right now. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you think the game is inherently problematic for that reason? I think it ignores a ton of the history. I'm not sure what, like, so I was just sort of searching around for various things while, you know, thinking about this game. And it's very clear that even though maybe this game I don't know if this game is played in the classroom anymore. If some teacher thinks it's cool to be like, hey, here's the Oregon Trail thing when we're doing this. But there's definitely a breakout box for the Oregon Trail. There's definitely still like, hey, let's see if we can survive. And there's, I mean, there's a a game, like we touched on the board game, which is still a thing. I would bet, I would bet a fair amount of money that that is played in a classroom somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it is. As part of the curriculum. And I wonder, I wonder if it's because their teacher is some idiot like us who just wow. thinks of it as nostalgic and doesn't. I right. don't know. The thing going back to that sort of like the use of it today, I don't remember it being used in an educational fashion as a kid. No, it, like it, it wasn't like a lesson we got taught right. and then tested on in that sense. Right. It was like, you get to go to the computer lab for X amount of time. We're going to give you some vaguely educational things instead of just right. shooting each other. Right. So that's probably okay. I mean, it's better than it being taught as the content. I, what Paul is saying about breakouts, so for those of you who don't know, that's a sort of an escape room type of game that some schools use as as their part of their curriculum. And Paul and I, that's something that we both teach at our schools. And when we make those lessons, we make them as part of review or part of content. So if you're if you're making an Oregon Trail Oregon Trail game. <laughs> <laughs> and giving it to your students in a in a classroom that's that's part of your content. So I don't know what breakout game looks like and how similar it might be. Paul, yeah, what did you think about the board game? So I have I own the board game as kind of a gag. Sure. I've only played it a few times and I have personally never won because <laughs> I forget the exact mechanic you draw a card and something happens to you at some sure. point. I pretty much every time I've played it, I have drawn either snake bite, you die instantly, or dysentery, you die instantly, and then I just get to sit and watch other people play a game, which yeah. is not the most fun experience. Uh, and I, I literally, I, I bought this game. I played it a few times. We played it a few times here, and then I took it and played it with some friends who are big board game people. And I was like, okay, this game is impossible. We can't ever win it. We all played it. I died on basically my first turn, uh-huh. and they all won. So sure. that's the only time I've ever seen it actually function. So it's a bad game mechanic to have somebody, have it be yeah. like a collaborative game, and then have somebody be eliminated right away, right. and then just have to sit there. But it's it's funny because that's such a part of playing the computer game is that bitches die like right. left and right. I honestly, so, I think the board game is not a great board game. It's more of a gag for people who have nostalgic so memories. That was my, game. that was my thought of it as well. I, I played it once with a group and, um, and yeah, I think somebody died right away. I can't remember if we, the rest of us won or lost the, you know, if we got there or not, but mm-hmm. I remember thinking, it was okay in execution, but it really is more like 
Yeah, more like a gag gift. So if you want our board game review, (laughs) meh. (laughs) Meh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, should I try to play this nonsense? Oh, yes, yes, please. Yes. So, so listener, you've been hearing Paul and Brian talk about their experience of replaying it in preparation to talk about it. I did not replay it in preparation to talk about it because I'm going to attempt to play it now so that everybody can judge me and this might last two minutes uh, oh, turn on I that presenting we want to see what you're I doing i will okay so i'm i'm on uh i'm on classicreload.com. hi everybody paul here just jumping in with a quick editing note beth played oregon trail for about 30 minutes and in the interest of time we're not going to have that full playthrough in this episode just some of the highlights but not all the highlights because that full playthrough will be available as a special bonus to supporters. More information on that coming soon. And now back to the playthrough. I think this will mostly just be me cursing. Um, I'm that's, also playing on a I laptop, mean, so I don't, that's what the, that's what most of it is. Podcast. <laughs> that should be our tagline: <laughs> Beth curses. <laughs> Beth curses about some '80s shit. Okay, so can you guys see? Okay. Yeah. Can you push oh. numbers? Okay, wait. You may travel the trail, learn about the yeah. trail, see the Oregon Top Ten. What do I do? Travel the trail. One. Right? We could, we could learn about the trail if you want to see what educational value this has, but... Oh, I'll to play. Nah. Uh, you want me to? Nah. Uh, my vote is you're going to be a carpenter, because that's middle of the road. Is that middle of the road? Okay. So that's what I'm going to choose. What is the first name of the wagon leader? David... Oh, no! Well, let me do David Bowie. Are these names correct? Shit, Yeah. We don't know because it's still stuck on David Bow for us. Yeah, no, it's still stuck. David Bow. <laughs> it is 1848. Your jumping off place for Oregon is Independence, Missouri. And supplies. You have 800 bones and cash, and you, but you don't have to spend it all now. Well, that's never stopped me before. Hello, I'm Matt. So you're going to <laughs> Oregon. I can fix you up with what you need. A team of oxen to pull your wagon. Clothing for both summer and winter. Plenty of food for the trip. Ammunition for your rifles. Spare parts for your wagon. How in the sweet hell am I supposed to know how much of this shit to buy? We got a couple of wagon experts over here, everybody. (laughs) 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 Two oxen. What's a yoke? A yoke is a pair of oxen. (laughs) Oh, fuck you, (laughs) Paul. (laughs) Press space bar to continue. I shall. This has got to stop. Is there a mute somewhere? Brian is lost! Lose one day! Brian, what the fuck? Listen, there was... Listen. Call Phantom by phone. 416-872-2222. I, the tip said if it was... That I should be okay, right? Or no? Oh, shit. Attempt to ford the river. This prairie is mighty pretty with all the wild flowers and tall grasses. But there's too much of it. I miss not having a town nearby. I wonder how many days until I see a town. Oh, a town with real shops, a church, people. Not like you, real people. I mean, don't kill me in the river. This is already more thinking than I'm capable of in this situation, but I appreciate the suggestion. Good luck, have fun. Let's get going. (laughs) Okay, okay. Press enter. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I'm already panicking. Um, okay. All right. I feel alive. All right. So this is when you want to look around, it just takes you to a picture with some bad music. Is that every time that's what happens? This is ridiculous. 
I hope you added this to be entertaining. The meetings will continue. Still continue until morale improves. I mean, most importantly, Paul is fine. I mean, bitches are bitches are sick. A young girl tells you, "My father is very sick, and we're resting here until he gets better." Hey, it's not my fault. Oh wait, it is my fault. I'm the leader, aren't I? That bear is just fucking around in the corner. How am I supposed to get it? You should just ford that. It's only twenty feet deep. Oh shit! That's not right, what I meant to do. The bear's gonna kill me. It's gonna get me. A fellow traveler. Fort Hall is a busy fort. The wide stretches of meadow grass here are just what our tired animals need. Beth Not has out, checked y'all. out of the game. Very little water. Bro, God damn it, oh, wagon man. wheel. You're only four miles. Just make make one of the kids drag it. Uh, let's change our pace. I would like to change our pace. I would like to go faster. Faster. We're, we're, that's fine. We'll get to see what happens when people die. Oh, shit. What did I do? I took the whole gun. Sorry. I have died. Thank you for having me on your podcast. <laughs> well, now you're into it. Now you're like, no, I'm not listening to you guys. That bear's right at the end of your gun. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> get it. Fuck, I just shooting. <laughs> oh god, I'm so bad at this. Oh, I'm walking on a diagonal. Yeah, that's a thing. I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Turner, no. <laughs> 18 miles 6 miles Willamette Valley <laughs> We did it We made it to the Oreg- Oregon <laughs> <laughs> So that was me playing uh, Guys what do we think Paul does this go in your nerd cannon uh, No <laughs> <laughs> No it's not No I, I don't Just think no. like for what reason? Is it going in either of your nerd cannons? I, I don't know, Brian. Is it going in yours? Um, no. It's a no for me. I would, I, I would like it to, but honestly, I think it comes down to, is there value in learning the lessons of the Oregon Trail? And I genuinely don't think there are. And I think that coming from a video game perspective, doing some streaming, playing a lot of video games, being in video game communities, like, I, I think it's important important but not necessarily something you need to play to get it like citizen kane is a part of the collective unconsciousness of contemporary cinematic vision like i knew so much about citizen kane before i ever saw it oregon trail it has its fingerprints on a lot of games Mm -hmm. as a format and I don't think, I just don't think it does. I don't think there's enough of it in and of itself that it, 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 I, I think it, it's an important stepping stone. Like it's important that Oregon Trail happened, but it happened sure. in the past. Even, even if you, even if you throw out the fact that it is a contemporary, it's a, it's a relatively contemporary uh, look back at america's sense of manifest destiny during the 19th century there's nothing well and we also agreed that none of us learned anything yes, from it also that. <laughs> when we played it and now i also don't feel like i did and i like just played it live real time and yeah i mean so for it's a no for me too i mean i was kind of going into it i thought it was going to be a yes for us just because i i really do remember it so strongly as a thing that happened and so for some reason that made me think 
that it was going to be good, but um, yeah, I don't think my kids need need this to to understand the world. But if they were interested, I wouldn't say not to play it. So, but yeah, it's a no for me too. Guys, thanks for um, helping me survive and make it to the Oregon Trail. Sorry, Brian. I yeah. <laughs> RSVP um, me. Well, well, thanks for thanks for all of that, guys. Brian, thank you oh, for joining us. Yeah. Where can people find you, Brian? Um, I can be found on Instagram uh, slash real bri b r i gang g a n g, um, or I occasionally uh, stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash rbg plays. He is not I am Ruth not Bader Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ginsburg uh, though my initial, <laughs> my first piece of merch had a gavel on it because that was the joke. Okay, well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, find us online. We're on Instagram at NerdCanonPodcast and Twitter at NerdCanon. Um, if you have comments, suggestions to cover, uh, you can email us at NerdCanonPodcast at gmail.com. And until next time. Don't let the nerd die of dysentery. Some room to really explore the space. Come play with me in this space. Come play with me. Come play with us. <laughs>